0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You will save. You will save. clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. ate the shoot. Hall. The runner. Loose ball. Hit Williams
1: Goss comes out of the.
0: It's time for Zag Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh wow!
1: Here's Jack Baby Ferris. They found mold
0: in my apartment and Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Second,
1: Jack. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. Holy
0: shit! What do we just talk about?
1: It's Wednesday night. We just talked about. Amanda Paulson, ghost expert, Spokane ghost expert.
0: This one, this might be one of my, it's in my top five favorites.
1: So she's equal parts, like calm down. Like ghosts aren't going to kill you. And then the other 50% is like, but like they might, like ghosts make. Don't,
0: don't provoke something (laughs) that's out there. Basically
1: pretty much like the ghosts are real and there's proof. And she has made a living, uh, finding these ghosts excellent talk with amanda we've we've been trying to track her down for quite some time dude i i'm
0: lost for words after that episode
1: we got her um i will say i mean it would be it would be remiss of us not to talk about this off the top though as we enter into this podcast uh this particular episode of the podcast and that is um How'd you spend your Labor Day, Rob?
0: Pretty damn good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, uh, Coach Few got charged with a DUI. He's
0: he's human. You know what was crazy, Jack? I had a lot of people text me uh, about that and call me about that. And uh, ironically, they've gotten DUIs themselves do I condone it no but at the same time he's a human being and it's uh it's unfortunate it happened he's not a victim to anything um and he'll own up to whatever needs to be done and um and you know it sucks but he's a human being and no one got hurt thank god so
1: no one got hurt he didn't get hurt um so I mean obviously driving under the influence is very serious and no one should ever do it. Uh, yeah. But
0: you know, we're not perfect and not every, everyone, we just all need to remember no one is perfect in this world and we shouldn't, I feel the past judgment. That's all I should
1: say. Our buddy, Jim Meehan uh, chatted with him. Jim Meehan tweeted out a statement that uh, coach few put out pretty much says, I'm sorry to let y'all down. Um, so go find Jimmy Hintz suite if you want to read it. I will say it looks like he's fighting it. I mean, it's neither here nor there. It's not, look, it's not the charge. It's not the money. It's the hit to the reputation. Yeah. And it's but... the embarrassment of having to deal with it all. It's the embarrassment to the program. And if anyone understands it, uh, the consequences of his particular actions on labor day, Monday night, uh, it's good for you. Yeah. I mean the guy is about as calculated as it comes he he knows he screwed up one way or another i mean even if he had two or three drinks um below the legal limit neither here nor there this is okay. gonna this is this this, this is heavy sounds shit, weird. this is insane. gonna come and go this is not
0: yeah no it's not we're not the end gonna of forfeit the world. this season he's a
1: human being like you said no move nope, on nope, nobody you know? was hurt Right.
0: No um, one got hurt. Let's move and, on. And
1: I don't I don't want to put out the message like
0: drinking and like, driving is bad. We all know whom, it. We whom among us throw the first want, stone. Let's not that, even beat this dead horse anymore. Yeah, let's I don't want to on. do
1: that. Um the, the biggest thing is the embarrassment that he's having to navigate right now uh to the program. I mean that's on Jack. Come it happened, on. It happened get... a it happened a labor day, like who cares outside of college basketball junkies gonzaga basketball junkies that this happened you know what i mean it's college basketball or college football is off and running nfl tomorrow uh by mm-hmm. the time you're listening to this tonight by the way i have the cowboys i that age i just
0: got in my own uh fantasy league first time ever
1: yeah do you have a, did you draft already yep good who do you got
0: Mahomes, Kelsey, Chubb.
1: Wow, everyone else sucks at drafting. What do you want a, four- <laughs> what you want, a four-team league?
0: <laughs> Taking advantage of a bunch of 10-year-olds, basically.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Coach few screwed up. Oh, yeah. we're going back
1: to that shit? Come on. No, I mean, we'll, now we're about to toss to the old to the old sounderoo, and uh, yeah, gee whiz.
0: Oh, man. Listen to this one, though. Ghosts. Ghosts.
1: And we're not Ghost. talking
0: Patrick Swayze.
1: Oh, I wish we were. Oh, we should have brought up. Pa- oh. Uh-huh. All right. All here's, right. Here's Amanda. From the corner.
2: And it's over. Gonzaga. The
1: slipper still fits. Amanda Paulson. You can find her on Instagram as pretty effing FN spooky. FN spooky. She's a paranormal ponderer. And Amanda, I got to tell you, Rob and I have been, we've been doing this, we're entering year three. Dude, we've been dying am, to get you on.
0: Oh man. I am <laughs> so excited. No, you have no idea. Like, we've Thanks been... so
2: much for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Uh,
0: so what got you in this field in the first place?
2: Sure. So, um, I had my first paranormal experience when I was about seven years old, and uh, that kind of kickstarted my interest <laughs> in the paranormal. And then I joined a team in 2008, uh, which kind of got me started with professional investigating. And then I started Pretty Up and Spooky about two and a half years ago.
1: What, were you the girl from Poltergeist? <laughs> <laughs> you okay? <laughs> let's back it up. <laughs> let's localize it here. You are from where?
2: I'm originally from Montana, but I've been in Spokane, Washington for 11 years this October.
1: Okay. And trust me, people, I've done the research. Amanda is pretty much the most well-respected local inland Northwest. I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, <laughs> ghost and goblin expert. Ghostbuster. Um, <laughs> I, and I also don't want to offend you. That's the last thing I, I want to do.
2: Oh, you're not going to offend me. Ghostbuster, ghost okay, buster, ghost hunter um paranormal investigator is what I call myself the most often but I do lots of stuff and I look for lots of weird things
1: do you have a license that says paranormal investigator
2: no I don't but now I'm thinking I probably should get one I have I have a there, there
1: is something yeah. like that
2: uh, I'm sure I could type one up but <laughs> <laughs> there there are there are certifications out there uh I have been doing this for t- like 12 years going on 13 years, I have not typed myself up a certification. I don't really think it's necessary.
1: That's fair. Where just to, again, localize it. Where'd you go to high school?
2: Not in Spokane. I went to high school in Billings, Montana, um, at a school called West high. So I I'm a little older than people usually think I am. So I'm 31. I graduated in 08.
1: You're younger than both of us. So way to show off.
2: Okay, nice.
1: <laughs> before we get into Spokane and all the, the, the ghosts and ghouls in Spokane, seven years old when you had your first paranormal experience. What was that?
2: Uh, so when I was seven, I lived in what I like to call a haunted duplex with my mom and my grandma. Uh, we had just moved to Montana from Southern California. And I walked into the place. I I was only seven, like I said, and I was not predisposed to spooky stuff. I didn't watch spooky things on TV. I didn't really know what ghosts were, but I walked into this duplex and I was like, this place is, is creepy. I don't know. Like in my seven-year-old mind, I was like, boo, like it's scary. And there's ghosts here. Um, I later was coloring in my room one day. And I remember I was coloring and like singing the national anthem or something that a seven-year-old would sing. And uh, I heard a glass vase on my dresser move all the way across from one end to the other. Um, And after that, I made my mom switch me rooms, but uh, that, that place continued to be haunted until we moved out. And then I ended up having paranormal experiences throughout my life.
1: So would you consider yourself a medium before Amanda answers that question? I have a quick PSA. If you consider yourself a medium, you got to get yourself to betonline.ag. It's that time of the year. All eyes on the gridiron. Head to online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest, the world's largest 200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. It's open now. Yeah, last night is in the books, but uh, you still have time to go to betonline.ag.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook. book Experts, Head over there now. Back to Amanda.
2: Um, that's a hard question, and I get it a lot. Um, I don't consider myself a medium, just because I don't really want that pressure put on me, and I'm not really experienced in that way. But I do think that if you do this long enough, you end up kind of having a sensitivity to it or like kind of opening up yourself to medium abilities. So I do feel like I have like an extra sense in a way. Um, but I wouldn't consider myself a full-fledged medium. I can't like contact anyone's loved ones or or anything intense like that.
0: So, with senses being involved, I have this cat, and I swear he sees people in my house. Is it? Do animals have a higher sense, uh, like uh, than humans, or do you, are you not sure about that?
2: Um. I, so my personal opinion is, yes, I think that animals can pick up things. I, I've had some weird experiences with animals. I, I did a Ouija board one time, a long time ago, um, and some crazy stuff was going down and the dog in the apartment with us was in the corner, just looking up in this corner. Um, just completely like distracted by something that we couldn't see. So I feel like I've seen that on multiple occasions where animals can kind of pick up something else. Um, so yeah, I think that I think that could be true.
0: Oh, because yeah, go ahead, Jack. I'm just I'm I have so many questions, dude. You've just, lived in,
1: you've lived in Spokane for how long?
2: Eleven years. Okay,
1: okay. Would you call Spokane a rich city
2: <laughs>
1: when it comes to a paranormal, paranormal activity? Stuff?
2: Yeah, I I felt like you guys were going to ask this because I know that you guys are from here or used to live here. Um, but it's weird. Spokane's weird because you have a lot of people in Spokane who want to reject its haunted history. Like you don't have a lot of openness here, but it's definitely there under the surface. You have lots of places, even just downtown, that are haunted. Um, and then you have really old land too. You you know, Washington in general. We're known, Washington is the uh, has the highest, amount of ufo sightings in the nation actually uh
1: what not... no yeah. no i thought i thought no alaska... no, no 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 i no, thought no, that was no. nevada or i or thought no. it was alaska it's by like a million i thought no was like like so straight aliens. I don't, know,
2: I don't know what 2021 has come up with yet because there, there's been a lot of weird stuff going on in 2021 but um yeah. uh, according to MUFON, the site that like tracks all of the ufo sightings the last time i looked uh washington was very high up on the list um but we also have sasquatch sightings you know we have all sorts of weird stuff here um so i think that spokane has a lot of haunted history underneath the surface you just have to do a lot of digging here because people don't want to hear about it for some reason
0: what is your like okay if so i'm just a no man that walks through you know downtown and i land upon a building what is the scariest building that i do not want to walk
1: downtown spokane where should we avoid yes (laughs) um brown's edition brown's edition
2: (laughs) brown's edition spooky i but there's lots of houses here i don't know if you could just like walk into one of the houses but uh businesses downtown um So the Davenport is a really famous haunted location, but everyone loves the Davenport. So it's not necessarily very scary, but it is haunted. Um, Why? Why?
1: Why why (laughs) is it haunted? No, no, no. Nitty gritty. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah. (laughs) Why is the the...
1: Davenport? Because that's going to raise some eyebrows as people listening. Why is the Davenport haunted?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So uh, a while back, I don't know what year, in the early 1900s. Uh, a woman was at the Davenport she was upstairs and she ended up opening the wrong door and stepping outside onto the glass um like atrium ceiling if you've been into the old Davenport the ceiling is all glass well there's a door above that that you can at one time open and she fell through the glass and died and so there's reports of her being in the Davenport still and haunting it to this day I actually stayed at the Davenport recently with the intent to investigate And I ended up coming up with some really interesting results regarding, uh, Spokane fires, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, the Davenport and plus hotels in general just tend to have more activity. You have lots of people going in there living, you have lots of people dying. I'm, I assume, you know, at any hotel, um, but yeah, I think actually a few hotels downtown have known to have paranormal activity. The Montville is another one that comes to mind. And then the Otis, which was abandoned for a long time, uh, that is now Hotel Indigo. And that one also is known to be haunted.
1: I stayed at the Hotel Indigo last time I was in Spokane.
2: Did you? Did did you like it?
1: Yeah. Before we get into my question about you investigating, what's the Hotel Indigo story?
2: Um, I don't know that story myself. It's just starting to hit the rumor mill that it's haunted, I don't even know what stories people have gotten from there. But um, I did do some research on it, because I was looking at getting a room there. um, And there was just like reports of, you know, voices and seeing a shadow and typical paranormal activity. But I don't know who from who again, it's a hotel. So who knows who could have died there. Um, And plus, it sat vacant with, um, you know, people staying in it while it was vacant. So I think that could have contributed to
1: it's a creepy ass hotel. Yeah. <laughs> what? Go ahead, Rob. What
0: about Gonzaga? Has there been any paranormal stuff at Gonzaga? Like Dismet. I feel like there was something that happened in Dismet or like are we talking exorcisms and stuff? <laughs>
2: there there is a building at Gonzaga and the name of the building is escaping me right now. Um, it's like a house, an old house, Oh, the, mu- uh, the there- music, music
1: mansion, the music mm-hmm. mansion. music mansion. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I, I think that there's a story that I read about an exorcism there, actually, but I don't know if there's any truth to that. I wish I could investigate it, but i I do not have the connections to Gonzaga
0: We'll make this happen those, We can make yeah. it, I think there should be a study
2: yeah what, i I would wonder if Gonzaga would be okay with that. <laughs> why is it that
1: buildings are haunted like the spirits just hang out in in the building they can't get out they like you know what I mean like why aren't yeah Area like the Music Mansion is right next door to. I don't they know. Just can't lunch. go and
0: have a beer at nights.
1: They can't um, go across yeah. the street at nights. You know what I mean? They're they're stuck yeah. in in the Music Mansion. Is that was is that what's going on? They're in house arrest. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I never got that.
2: Yeah, well, so this is all like personal gnosis. So this is what I believe, but it's not necessarily what everyone believes. Um, I I don't think that ghosts are tied to one place. I think that if ghosts if these ghosts are real, um, and if they're lucid, if they're intelligent, then they're likely choosing to stay there or choosing to stay somewhere familiar. Or they might be choosing to stay somewhere where people are talking about them or talking to them or resurrecting their name in a sense, like when storytelling is keeping the energy kind of alive and kind of pumping living energy back into it. I think that that is why ghosts tend to stay in one place. But For instance, if you have like, you know, you bulldoze a place, is the ghost just hanging around in this like empty lot? Would If it turned into a parking lot, would the ghost just walk around this empty parking lot? Probably not. I I like to believe that the energy just kind of gets dispersed back into whatever is out there at that point. Um, But I've had on myself personally, I've brought home hauntings from investigations
1: what wait a minute wait a minute, minute wait a minute the whoa, whoa, movies whoa, 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 say whoa, you whoa, can't whoa, bring whoa, them back whoa, 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 whoa. did you invite them
2: <laughs> well so there's been a couple instances and it's okay 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 okay, should- okay 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 <laughs> give me your talk run. jack i know i know
1: but 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 i do have to say before you go any further can you please give one instance of when you went to a haunting and the haunting came back home and sure do you like pour a drink or what do you do?
2: No. Well, so I was going to say I should preface this by saying it's not like in the movies. It's not like I walked hand in hand back home with this ghost and they're just chilling with me. But it's more like residual energy, like almost like it's like sticky and it gets stuck to me. And and I come home and then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden something falls off a shelf and and I'm hearing footsteps down the hallway and kind of like small stuff like that. And it'll dissipate over time, too. Um one instance that was pretty strong was actually not an investigation, but a haunted object, which is also very interesting as far as how energy or ghosts can move from one place to the other. But I uh, housed a haunted doll for like a week in my apartment. And um, there was Annabelle? Someone... no, no, I wish it was Annabelle. No, I would, but just I would...
0: similar to Annabelle type story
2: yeah yep yeah. so so my friend and i actually bought a haunted doll on ebay and we uh she's in ohio and i'm what? here so what so was, one what? of us
1: what, what was st- how is the doll hunt? sorry how is the now you have to backstory of the doll
2: yeah Holy i know this is just shit. like this is just gonna keep going back to me telling like a million stories but um that's why you're here Yeah. So, um, we looked on eBay for a haunted doll. We found one that was cheap because I feel like a real haunted doll isn't going to be $200. It's going to be cheap because they want to get rid of it. So we bought this doll for like $13. Um, The story was that it was some elderly woman from next door that had passed away. And then the doll was like found in a garage sale or something. Um, And they thought that the doll was haunted by a woman named Betty um so I spent a week with the doll then I shipped it off to my friend in Ohio and she spent a week with the doll and we didn't share anything about what we were experiencing during that time so we didn't want to like have any bias or anything for our experiment um and then at the end of it we came together and shared what we experienced and um it was really interesting because it was kind of spooky but I mean I put that thing like by my bed and nothing nothing too crazy happened but um, but there were footsteps down the hall. Things were falling off of our shelves, kind of just really active and like kind of electric in the house for a while. Fuck? And
1: um- <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay. All right, this is great. do
0: uh, here's my here's my. All right, we need to speak right now because Amanda, if. Is there any way that you're going to transport some shit to us? Like you, I'm not going to question
1: go- Rob. We're on the internet. Yeah. Like you're not just going to,
0: I don't know. I don't know any of this. I don't, like we said, we don't want to offend you. We're not making <laughs> like, I just, I don't need some shit in my house. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> you're not offending me. And no, I would never do that. I don't even know how to do that. That would be no, they I'm not like saying good. you
0: personally, but they <laughs> like, just, you are just, you know, in and we're yeah. talking about this shit and all of a sudden my lights start flickering or something like no,
2: that. No, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. I don't think that'll happen. There'd okay. have to be something that had some reason to be there. I'd like to think, but, um, some
0: things that can, some good reasons. <laughs> be. Yeah.
2: I They do say like, once you open a door, if you open a window or whatever, then, then those things come in, but no, I think you'll be fine. Okay. Um, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you can't offend me. All of this stuff is pretty weird, but I take pride in but, uh, being a weirdo. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's whoa, whoa, totally fine.
1: Why do hauntings happen? So you told that story about Davenport, the lady who sounded like she had had too many down at the Peacock Lounge mm-hmm. and just walked out of a window. Yeah. Um, is 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 the answer as simple as that? People just die in a location; and their spirit stays there. Like unfinished business is what i where I'm getting yeah.
2: at. Yeah, like, like well, what? Yeah.
1: Do you have a Spokane-centric story of a guy that was wronged or a woman that was wronged <laughs> and is sticking yeah. around, waiting, waiting to write that wrong? I'm trying sure. to write a so, horror novel.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so I think I on all of the investigations I've been on, I've seen like a multitude of. Um different kinds of haunting. So I do think sometimes the unfinished business trope is true uh, where an intelligent spirit of somebody will stick around until say their murder is solved or something like that. I think that that makes sense to me. Um, I've seen that on a recent investigation that I did for a documentary on the peninsula. Um, But you also have, gosh, so many things. So I've been, I went to Waverly Hills, which is a really popular investigation spot it's down in Kentucky Uh, and and that's something that's like maybe not necessarily haunted by somebody who has unfinished business but maybe has more to do with how many ghost hunters are going in there and hoping that there's a ghost there and kind of injecting their own energy into the place and that can create what's called a tulpa which is a human created ghost basically like like if we sit here and say uh you know Timmy the little boy ghost is here even though that's not true but if that story gets told time and time again and multiple people come in looking for timmy the ghost and all of a sudden all of a sudden you start hearing a little boy and like actual activity starts happening so you have instances like that whoa whoa
1: whoa whoa whoa, whoa. was this timmy the boy a 610 power forward who had excellent back to the ball skills back to the basket back to the basket skills
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't know what any of that means okay
0: <laughs> it, it, you just keep rolling you keep
2: yeah.
0: rolling I'm just, he's yeah. talking basketball terms you know sometimes yeah don't worry about I it i
2: thought i thought to myself i was like maybe i should look up like basketball stuff real quick i, no, I had to look up
0: <laughs> i don't need to i don't need to know what spirits are haunting what court that's something i haunting
2: the ball yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> um but I'll (laughs) tell you a
0: story though. Yes, I was going
1: to, I was, I was getting into this and then I have a fault after Rob's story. I have a follow up. In
0: Oklahoma city. We always, when we, I played, there was a a hotel we would stay at in Oklahoma city and in Milwaukee. And those were claimed to be guys refused to stay in these hotels. Literally I had teammates that would buy their own hotel rooms. Because these hotels were so haunted, supposedly. Wow. The, w- M- Milwaukee was the Fister, and and the Oklahoma, the Skelter, something like that in, or in uh, Oklahoma City. But those were two on the road that guys refused to stay at. It was the craziest shit I'd ever seen.
2: Interesting. And that's hotels again. I feel like hotels are super haunted for some reason. It just so, seems like lots of activity.
0: I watch American horror story. Mm-hmm. Is that based on true?
1: Yeah. What do you think truth? about American horror story?
2: Um, I, I personally love watching American horror story. I consume like tons of spooky TV shows and movies and stuff, even if there's not much um, truth behind it. Uh, American horror story is a big stretch. I think if we think back to like murder house season yep. where anyone who gets killed on the property, it gets stuck on the property. Um, I have not personally found that to be true. I mean, it could be true some places, maybe somewhere like the murder house. I have a theory actually that I think the murder house itself, cause that's a real building in California. I do think that that house is going to have real activity, because of all of the folklore around the house now. I wouldn't be surprised if people start experiencing lots of crazy stuff there. I think they have advertised it as being haunted. I think it's like an Airbnb now. But um, And then you have movies like The Conjuring and The Conjuring that, series. That
0: is the, the, those series are the most terrifying series.
2: They're, they're scary. Yeah. How I accurate. Love the non,
1: the How non accurate. gets me every time. How accurate <laughs> yeah. is all that? The Conjuring.
2: I feel like The Conjuring is more accurate than a lot of things I've seen. But that's because Ed and Lorraine Warren were real people, and they were actually...
0: And they hunted all these pe- all these stories. So, like...
2: Yeah, I think they're... I mean, they're obviously dramatized for, oh, for oh, oh, the movie yeah. thing. But, but, yeah, I mean, that there's... I feel like that makes more sense, especially with uh, recent movies where they've shown their haunted museum full of haunted objects and stuff. I think that... I mean, I have friends who own haunted museum, like with haunted objects, that's definitely a real thing. So I feel like the conjuring is pretty accurate. Um, But I don't personally get into like exorcism stuff, or like demon stuff myself, I'm a little bit more on the skeptical side with the demon stuff. Um, That's just my personal belief. Uh, I don't really quite believe in all of the all of the demon stuff. But I think for people who do believe in demons, it is very real for them. So I tread on that you know, carefully
0: so like but does that go back to the whole idea of like if you be- like create this ghost you can create this demon ghost probably
2: probably yeah that's I, I probably think what absolutely.
0: i'm yeah like so if you believe there's a demon and you slowly like manifest this thing uh, probably the demon would show up
2: yeah well you could i mean my mom even has a story uh that she was dating a guy a long time ago and, and he started getting into like demonology or something like worshiping demons. And, and he had this one demon that he claimed helped him like do great things or whatever. And, and, she <laughs> like this what is a, a crazy loser. story. I'm, actually I'm he's my kind of guy. What a loser. I used,
1: Rob said it before I did.
2: yeah <laughs> well, I've actually never told this story before. I don't know where, where the hell I plucked this out of my brain, but um, but she said she tells me the story where one time she walked in his place and a name popped up in her head and it was like some kind of weird demon name. Like she didn't know it. I don't even remember what it was, it was like uh, gibberish, but um, and she looked it up and it doesn't exist it's not a real demon and i feel like that is an instance of him kind of creating something in his mind that he wanted to help him like he he needed that for some reason that push and he like almost created this demon that then she experienced and was like oh my god it's a it's a demon so i i don't know that that's kind of a weird story but yeah i i think that if you inject like fear and like the bad stuff into what you believe, especially like a ghost. Like if all of a sudden just small activity happening in your house is really scaring the shit out of you. And, you know, and you start wondering what if it's a demon and you kind of start really injecting that belief into it. I think it can turn negative at that point. So I think that the living basically have more power over this stuff than we give it credit for.
0: I believe I completely agree with you on that
1: tell tell signs of if you think your house is haunted versus your house is definitely haunted. Like what should people check off the list? And then I, I sure. mean, you, you answered your own question there. Then I was going to say, when, it when is it demon territory? When are we, demon, <laughs> was, when are we yeah. dealing with like ancient, ancient evils?
2: Sure. So, um, I'd say if you think your house is haunted, first I would check your electrical wiring. Mm. I would maybe have it's always electric electrical. It's always electrical. Yeah. Well, cause it, electrical can cause flickers. Um, like fluctuations in electromagnetic field, which is something that we look for in ghost hunting because hypothetically ghosts can also fluctuate that. But like if you have faulty wiring or bad wiring in your place and it's just pumping out EMF at a really high um, amount, then that can actually create paranoia and it can create like different feelings that people associate with. Like your
1: electrical, make sure your electrical's tight and right. Okay. Yep.
2: And then, um, you know, and, and check for all the normal stuff, check for drafts from the windows, et cetera. Um, I'd say, you know, your house is haunted. If, like, I've experienced, you know, seeing things out of the corner of your eye, if that's not common for you, I'd say you're probably picking up on something. Holy you're hearing. Shit. I knew
0: it. I knew my house, dude. I swear. There's somebody that runs across my front door window all the time, but it just faces the woods.
2: <laughs> that sounds spooky. That sounds pretty scary to be honest, but. And there's
0: no kid. The kids will all be in I'll scream for my kids and they're all be in the house and I'm watching TV and I swear there's something that runs. And then my lights flicker in the bathroom. We've talked about this. We talked about this, Jack. Can you
1: do an exorcism, exorcism on, on Rob's house? No. You don't but, do exorcisms. So you don't
2: do exorcisms. I don't do exorcism. No.
1: Okay. So that being
0: said, sage.
2: So it depends on what you're into, what kind of like religious beliefs you have, you know, like if you're religious and you want to pray it out or like, oh, or the, you can.
0: The Virgin Mary is lit every day yeah. in my house. Just to I, let you know.
2: I also encourage people to just like, talk directly to whatever might be haunting your house, like, which I think scares a lot of people, because they think if they acknowledge it, or if they talk to it, that it's going to somehow worsen it. But I think it only will if you if you believe it will, if you're like, I'm scared of you, please stop. Uh, Maybe that won't work so well. But if you just address it directly and say, hey, what you need, you know, what you need? Yeah. Hey, what are you doing here? Or like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is my house. And you're scaring me, you need to leave like leave right now, whatever. Um, and I found success with that. I've even done that in my own place. I like one time I woke up in the middle of the night and I walked to my office that I'm in right now. And I don't know why, but I just felt, I was like, something's like walking around back here. I don't know what's going on. So I was like, Hey, and I just clapped it out. I was like, get out of here, (laughs) whatever's in here, go. And then it left and it stopped. So,
1: Hmm. Do you do you have stories, maybe not yourself, but of people just like face to face eye contact with ghosts? <laughs> oh and then there's like, whoa, whoa, this is awkward, and then the ghost like runs away. Like you know what <laughs> I mean, I get uh I it's hard for me to ask that question without sounding condescending, but you know the, okay. you know what I mean. Like
2: yeah. straight up encounter so, with like
1: a dead person girl in a dress. Yeah,
2: yeah. Sure. So I've had some friends who have seen full-bodied apparitions, which is kind of what you're talking about, like a full-on looks-like-a-person ghost. Um, I've had lots of friends see them. I don't think I have any friends who have, like, looked one in the eye and, like, had a moment with it or, like, connected with it in any way that weren't claiming to be mediums because it's kind of, like, tricky because you have people who believe that they have, like, this gift to speak to ghost but that doesn't necessarily mean that that ghost like that they're talking to i could also see there it's more i think happening not see now i'm starting to sound condescending to mediums but it's like i think that that's happening more in their head like or you know there's something else going on there but i have not personally and i haven't seen anyone like come face to face with a ghost and just full-on talk to it or whatever like it paranormal activity seems to be way more nuanced than that. And like, you know, if you do see a full-bodied apparition, sometimes it's like half of a person or it's like, you know, a really quick shadow or it's something that's not as like, you know, not as defined as like you and I. So I, I can't tell you any stories I have of somebody talking directly to a ghost. I feel like that's like the upper echelon of ghost hunting would be like face-to-face with one like what the fuck is up you know
0: (laughs) so yes no this yeah go ahead jack i'm just lost for words
1: so people can't have sex with ghosts of course oh my gosh of course that's also tricky
2: that's also tricky because i don't bobby brown i i don't believe in that like i don't believe that that's possible i also just haven't ever experienced it and i know no one who's experienced that it doesn't seem like it's like realistically possible to me
1: but <laughs> are you sure i'm sorry man what do you mean bobby brown bobby brown said he had like a relationship with a ghost all yeah. right all right yeah this right is not now. for those of you who think i'm like a weirdo look it up there's a lot of people well, who claim to have sex with ghosts all the time And
2: I think sometimes that, mm-hmm. that would be that would be considered like succubus i think like that's like excuse me like have you heard of the term succubus? Oh, yeah,
1: oh, I, I know have. a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Wait,
1: what is succubus?
2: I, I don't know very much about this. I'm not getting. it a female
1: demon? It is a female. It's like
2: it's a it's a demon that like is known to like like a yeah a female demon who's known to like sexually advance on on people or whatever. So, I that that's a belief and her name for some is people, succubus.
1: But... Yeah, well, no, that's
2: like the that's like the kind of demon. I think that's more succubi. Like I think it's multiple. It's like not, a term.
1: But you're not she a demon is an lady. evil woman like- that uses her her her,
0: <laughs> her feminine energy to lure you in
1: to suck a bus. Um, but no. you're not a demon <laughs> person, Amanda. Right? You're, you're I'm out not. On no,
2: I'm not a demon person. No, I I like it said, like you said, I'm a paranormal ponder. Uh, I do a lot of heavy research in the the, like historical aspects of hauntings, I investigate and kind of experiment with different ways to investigate hauntings. Um, And then I like to kind of have intellectual discussions around, you know, the complexities of it. So I'm like a more heady, like pseudo academic, not actual academic, but um, like, that's my approach on it. And so therefore I'm like skeptic kind of compared to some people. Um, But I mean, I've seen some crazy shit. Like I I've definitely seen some stuff that didn't even make sense to me. Um, But the demon stuff I am not into.
1: Okay. That was my next question. You obviously have chosen to go into haunted places and explore for yourself. What does that mean? What are your tools? Do you have like mace? Do you have a,
0: A young priest and an old priest
1: yeah what's going on (laughs) what do you what do you what are you strapped with when you go into these hotels and like do you spend the night what's going on vacuum
2: yeah i um i do overnight investigations um most commonly uh like in at least until like 4 a.m or whatever but um i have like i'm looking looking at like three cases full of equipment right now I have like a backpack that's a camera backpack with different departments and that's typically what I bring because it's easiest for me to have on the go but what I'm always bringing with me would be a flashlight a camera duh, uh, a digital recorder to record like voices or anything I might hear um, I have a REM pod which is like looks like a puck and it has an antenna. And if something gets close to it, it makes noises and it lights up. Um, I have lots of stuff like that. Has that ever gone of... off on you? Um, it has a couple times. Yeah.
1: And that
2: means, yeah. and and there's that means
1: something around you.
2: Suck buses something... right there? No. That means no. It's succubus. A, yeah, suck bus. Suck bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I have tons of equipment. There's tons of like gadgets out there that are made for investigating. There's also like EMF meters, which electricians use, and we just have started using to measure energy fields of ghosts. Um, it even feels silly for me to say sometimes. And like I said, I do maintain a pretty skeptical outlook on, on a lot of this, but I've seen everything that I own work on an investigation at least once. So um, gosh, what else? Just tons of stuff. Uh, one of my favorites, though, that I have is called a spirit box. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. You probably have never heard of any equipment no. <laughs> for ghost hunting. Okay. Well, a spirit box, um, is very popular in the field right now. It is basically just an AM FM radio, but it has a sweeping function. So it can sweep forward through the station super fast so that you're not really hearing too much words. You're mostly hearing static. Um, and so you put the spirit box with, uh, noise isolating headphones and then a blindfold. And so then the person is just listening to static, basically, um, and can't see or hear anything else. And then you have another person ask questions. And it's been proven to work that the person who's just listening to static will hear words come through and will say them, and they'll be in answer to the questions that are being asked. So that's that's called the Estes method. And that's one of the most popular uh, methods and in investigating.
1: Wait a minute. Have you ever worn the headphones listening?
2: Yes, I do that often. So what's the, the creepiest is
1: that, Jack? what's the creepiest answer a ghost has given you?
2: Um you know I was at so in April I went to the real conjuring house, the farmhouse that the first conjuring movie was based on Massachusetts,
1: off of. right? Connecticut?
2: Um in in Rhode, Rhode Island. Rhode
1: yeah. Both Rhode In Perfect. Rhode Island.
2: Yeah. It it's really close to massachusetts
1: yeah we're idiots it's you don't have to (laughs) Um,
2: but uh yeah so i went to the conjuring house and and the conjuring house wasn't super active actually but we did an ass method and i was sitting in a dark room and i heard very distinctly like at separate intervals but a full sentence that said get the fuck up and run (laughs) and i was like i i have it on video somewhere but it's like I didn't want to say it out loud because it just sounded ridiculous. Honestly. I'm like, this doesn't even sound like something that like, it sounds like something that you see on a movie or mm. on a stupid YouTube channel or something. But, but here's my question. It, did you run?
0: Did you run? Yeah, she I, held didn't on run.
2: I didn't run, but I did get pretty spooked, So I took off my headphones. I, I was, <laughs> that was really spooky to me. I was like, what the hell? But um, yeah, I've heard some pretty crazy stuff and, and Uh, I even uh, actually that same investigation at the conjuring house, I also sometimes can see things because you're blindfolded and, you know, your mind just wanders and you like see images in your head like anyone does. But um, I saw this like woman standing by one of the guys in the group with us and I didn't I don't know him very well. And in my head, I just thought, Mom, I think that guy's mom is here for some reason. And I didn't say anything about it while we were doing it until later. And I was like, Hey, did anyone has anyone's mom passed away? And his mom had passed away. And that was, that was a really weird experience. Because like I said, I'm not a medium. But I feel like when you get yourself into those experiments, that it kind of opens up a door to being able to experience stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know that that was like one of the crazier times that I've experienced
1: hell of a career you've chosen for yourself yes. um. <laughs> yeah
0: this I my thing again I'm I like you Amanda but uh, I just really hope nothing comes and jumps at me in the middle of the night with these
2: like,
0: uh, story talks we've opened
1: wide yeah. yeah. gates Guarante- yeah I don't think so <laughs> guaranteed 100 percent haunted places haunted places in spokane are
2: um guaranteed haunted places davenport hotel
1: yeah um the, the grand
2: yeah the, the uh not the the grand is that what you Tower? said no, no, oh sorry sorry, no. sorry sorry
1: sorry the historic the original, i'm sorry i
2: yeah, <laughs> i was sorry. like the, the grand haunted do i don't sorry. think so um so the davenport is one um this is going to be some weird ones here uh the Yuppie Puppy, downtown Spokane. It used to be a bar that I know for a fact is haunted, um, <laughs> which is like a weird, weird um place. But um, then you have 1000 Steps, the Greenwood Memorial Cemetery. There, um, that's, yep. yep, that's a pretty famous one. I think that that cemetery is haunted besides the thousand steps. Um, what else you have? The it's Campbell St- House, M- okay,
0: oh, Mount St. Michael's. The, that, my, the school up top on like on
2: the, yep. the hill yeah i i've heard about that too but i think that's still occupied by yep. nuns right yeah yeah um and that's then even creepier. another one i know right it, it's creepy i've i tried to go up there to the cemetery That's there's like a little cemetery that yep, right they have up the there yeah and i i was like you know what i i'm gonna go because <laughs> i felt like i was like trespassing kind of, but um, yeah. And then uh, I would say uh, the most famous one, I think for Spokane is the Han mansion, which is on 17th Avenue. Have you guys heard of the Han mansion? Uh-uh. So the Han mansion is just a big house on 17th. Um, it's lived in now by people, but um, it was previously owned by this like quack doctor basically Um, He claimed he was a doctor. He wasn't really a full-fledged doctor, but he did give um, illegal uh, abortions in his basement. Sorry, that's like trigger warning. Yeah, (laughs) it
0: is um, what it is. Yeah, go ahead. But he
2: he gave illegal operations in his basement. He was also known to throw elaborate parties. Um, At the time, they had a pool in the backyard. He uh, had an incident where he even drove his car into the pool during a party. Um, He would blast music outside of the house and just it just was a very extravagant guy and then he sounds like a his, hell
1: of a guy <laughs> oh
2: it's a, it's a crazy story it very abbreviated it's a long story but um his wife ends up dying in the house uh due to suicide but it looks like he might have done it he ends up moving out of the house loses his money and then he ends up getting murdered in an apartment downtown by his own bayonet
1: where downtown
2: uh the madison actually if you know the madison apartments i i don't know how recent you guys have been here or um, well, um but the, all the, there's literally billion- all the time yeah okay um so down the street from the montville um the same block is like
1: he was whatever the madison with his own, own bayonet?
2: yeah so somebody broke in his house and was going to rob him and he approached him, and the guy grabbed a gun that had a bayonet on it, and actually murdered Mr. Hahn during so, the robbery. So
0: Mr. Han's lurking
1: in his mansion.
2: Yeah. No, so apartment it said that,
1: downtown, apartment downtown.
2: Yeah. So it said that the apartment downtown may be haunted, but also his house. People can hear like like uh, faint partying sounds, like people yelling and and music and. The great footsteps. Gatsby very great Gatsby yeah it's it's very much like that um and uh yeah so the Haunted Mansion is a really famous one people uh outside of Spokane know that story but I haven't investigated there because somebody lives there so yeah I would say those are the most haunted
0: god
1: bless you Amanda Paulson she's incredible excellent stuff follow her on Instagram at where Amanda uh
2: pretty effing spooky that's fn not the real word pretty effing spooky
1: and where else do people find you?
2: I'm on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and prettyupandspooky.com. Mm-hmm.
1: And your home address and phone number? Yeah. Don't tell Jack.
2: <laughs> Um. Last
1: question before we let you go. You mentioned it off the top, and I literally wrote it down because I, uh, I, I wanted to bring it back up. Sasquatch. Yes or no? Yes. Oh, 100%. yes. <laughs> 100%. Vancouver Island. Vancouver Island, right? <laughs> or do you think there's a, um, a number of sasquatches
2: i think so we're basically gonna leave on this note and it's a really weird one so everyone do their own research but uh i think that sasquatch is the ghost of an alien basically
1: okay do you know? <laughs> you think there's just one or do you think there's a number of them cruising around? i think
2: there's a number of them that, i think that, that's a possibility
0: yeah. though i've never heard that possibility but it makes sense
2: i the it's the thing that Bunch makes the most sense to me because yeah because because we we have such a hard time gathering physical evidence of Sasquatch and there's only ever footsteps or like faint like traces of Sasquatch but we can't find any actual evidence of this animal that apparently is roaming around even like in Washington I think it makes more sense basically for it to be a ghost of anything but I like to think it's like some kind of alien creature or something that we're not familiar with but I think it's some kind of ghost personally, but I've spent a lot of time on the Olympic Peninsula in the last year, and I've had some Sasquatch experiences out there. So I do believe in Sasquatch.
1: Done. You heard it. Done. Done deal. Sasquatch is real. Ghosts are real. Amanda Paulson is real. Thank you so much for your time. Amanda. Thank you, Amanda.
0: We appreciate yeah. you.
2: Thank oh, man. you. It's been such a good time. Thank you so much. From the corner! Thank you to Amanda.
1: Um, excellent stuff. Ghosts are... I mean she is towing the line of like talking to us. Like, yeah, what I do is kind of crazy, but also like ghosts are definitely for real, real. You know what I mean? I,
0: I have so many more questions.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So little time.
1: She pretty much confirmed that your house is haunted.
0: Yeah. 100%. I have a
1: cat that I swear
0: sees demons or no, I'm not putting it out there guys. Never mind. I shouldn't even say that.
1: Honestly, people having listened to this podcast all the way through, i feel like i feel like ghosts could get in your ear hole yeah now no and your mind
0: and you're gonna manifest it so good night boys and girls and Mm -hmm. enjoy that
1: Mm -hmm. um that's all i got rob well hero here's
0: what i got what do you got when we strive to become better than we are everything around us becomes better too